this is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Hey up, at Creona, and welcome to the Friday Night Rock Show here on Rock Radio UK.
I Love You and Hang Straight Up, a band that is almost impossible to Google, but I shall give you a brief rundown. The band formed in Hollywood in 1988 from the ashes of Florida punk metal band Sinful Pigeons. The original members were Jeff Nolan, Chris Palmer, Aaron Rubin and Elliot Crawford. I Love You signed with Geffen Records in the summer of 1990, releasing their self-titled full-length LP in the spring of 1991, from which uh, the just heard Hang Straight Up was taken. I remember a friend of the show and Squirrel Associate Artbright bringing this, along with the first Masters of Reality record round, to my place one evening and being completely blown away by both of them. So much so, I didn't know which one I should be playing. I Love You's second album, All of Us, was released in spring of 1994, with the, the band breaking up a year later. So now you know. So would you reckon Viz off my monocaster sidechain functionality? Yeah, it's not really working out that well, is it? Okay, back in the box it goes. Of course, last Friday. Oh, hello, that's quieter. Uh, to mix with my head, just a tad more, Zoom are releasing the pod track P8 as a rival to the Roadcaster Pro in December. Not that I could afford either of them, let alone get them to work. Uh, I guess I'll just have to uh, stick to my trust, the setup, and uh, wait for, to be poached by either uh, Planet Rock or Primordial Radio. I did hear, shock horror, that Primordial Radio played Trick of the Wrist by Michael Munro Band last week. Way to go! Playing something a decade old. Uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, yeah, not being gainfully employed by Primordial Radio anytime soon. No, last Friday, the uh, 1000 Motels album featuring Ratscabers and Chris Constantinou found its way onto various streaming platforms a day later than advertised. Yeah, mind you, uh, last Friday for me was a confusion of dates as the travel card I had purchased the day before for Friday's use was dated Saturday meaning I had to get a refund and then an exchange, otherwise I would have spent the eternity travelling round and round the British Rail Network, unable to get off. Uh, I didn't play anything from 1000's Motel uh, on Sunday's show, as I was intrigued uh, by Rat, Knox and Dave Davis's cover of My Generation that seemed to have snuck under my radar. Except, contrary to what I implied on Sunday, or what I said, it wasn't released in July of this year, but only added to Spotify then, as it originally appeared on the 2012 Who Are You? and All Star Tribute to the Who. Yeah, thanks to everyone who pointed that out. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I downloaded uh, 1000 Motel album from uh, Amazon, but to begin with, I struggled to find the whole thing, as the single tracks would only come up. Uh, turns out, they even though, from what I understand, the name of the album and the band is the aforementioned 1000 Motels, Amazon has it in its head that the album is called 2% Out of Sync. Once that was discovered, said album found its way into my musical library. And I have to tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's not the damned sounding in uh, any way, shape or form. Maybe if the damn went more psychedelic in the 60s it could, but you know, you could say that about any band. I know uh, we've only heard two of the new songs from the uh, Rockford Files, uh, sorry, Rockfield Files, but... Uh, I'm enjoying 1000 Motels more. Whereas the Sinclair album, Sparkle, uh, is the ideal soundtrack to uh, a Tarantino movie, 1000 Motels, sorry, 2% out of sync, is the drama and the dialogue. Uh, a sign of a good album is my quandary on which track to play for your consideration. None of fillers. Nothing on here is to make up the numbers. So I was, was going to play King's X. Guru, as then I could have played something by the band King's X. Yeah, except the song is pronounced King's Cross Guru, pointing my plan. So this is Kill Me If You Love Me. I can't. 
I've been told by my producer, Barton Stacey, say hello, Barton. Hello, Barton. Idiot. Uh, that my mic might have been uh, a tad on the loud side when I swapped over from the Mauna Casa. It's what I pay you for. The World Hut. What was that? Looked after better when I was on Walwalk Radio. Really? And that really worked out so well for you, didn't it? Give them a name check during the outro music and their self-importance quadruples. I think I have in my record collection some of the most uh, iconic live albums. The Who, Live at Leeds, uh, The Ramones, It's Alive, Motorhead's No Sleep to Hammersmith and The Dams, Live Shepperton 1980. All four of those bands subsequently went on to release further live albums as their careers progressed, arguably... Were they were technically better due to the advancement in recording technology, but never seemed to match the excitement or held in the same esteem as what went before. I personally think the Dams Alive in Margate is head and shoulders above Shepparton. Anyway, the Wild Hearts, over the course of their career, have released uh, at least five live albums, uh, some officially and some from... Yeah, more dubious sources, much to the annoyance of the band and fans alike, as the World Hearts and Round Records pride themselves in delivering top-notch material. Anything less is not considered. To celebrate the band's 30th anniversary, the 30-year itch live album is hitting the real record shops sometime next month. If you pre-ordered it, the downloads were made available last Friday. To be honest, I was slow off the mark in downloading said files, leaving it till Sunday... And then Monday, before I gave it a good old listen to whilst I was working out, reading the comments on Facebook over the weekend, it was getting some serious love. I mean, Rock City versus the World Hearts and Never Out Drunk, Never Out Sung, P-H-U-Q Live, are nothing to be sneezed at. But 30 Year Inch is uh, a whole different gig, obviously, uh, from the artwork to the mix to the song selection. It was great to hear Urge Live. Uh, the exclusion of 29 Times the Pain in some quarters was akin to leaving out Smash It Up or The Ace of Spades. But to be honest, uh, I wouldn't have realised that it was missing if no one had you know, pointed it out to me. Yes, I love the song, but it's on uh, other Wild Hearts live albums. At this point, you probably expected me to air from said album one of the tracks. Well, you'd be wrong, as Round Records have respectfully asked that for those of us who have pre-ordered digital files, not to share them around on Spotify and the like, as they are a treat and a way to say thank you for the order. So I take that to extend to uh, podcasts and radio shows. Instead, here's the studio version of the live track, Diagnosis, if that makes sense.
I was thinking as a way to uh, circumnavigate my Mauna Casa PC volume issue in investing in a uh, either a Pioneer DJ 200 or 400 mixing desk, you know, so I could fade the tracks independently of the PC through the Mauna Casa. Yeah, however, sanity prevailed and uh, that idea was scrapped. I mean, what I've got now is brilliant. I think you could tell the difference in my vocals when I switched over from the Mona Caster back to the Focus, right? Yeah, what's the betting by the end of the week? I'll have the mixing desk and a Rodecaster Pro crying into the phone to super producer Andy Brook. This is Mickey Lee's Mutated Music and Little Christine. Last night you put the lights out, you pulled the sheets up off of the bed, it was a moonshine night. She was drifting red Yeah, then she pulled the dress up She pulled the dress up over her head Now she ain't no ten She's a number one All night long All night long Till you get out right there just released an album that I can play a live track from are oh, the Rolling Stones with Steel Wheels Live recorded obviously on the Steel Wheels tour back in 1989 in Atlanta uh, this is the only time I've seen the Stones live not in Atlanta but at Wembley on the same tour uh, actually it was the Urban Jungle tour a year later when uh, the band had to cancel three dates as Keith had developed a septic finger with both Exeter Ray and my good self turning up to Wembley, only to find it was cancelled. Well, it was Friday the 13th. I think the rescheduled dates in August were Bill Wyman's last with them. Anyway, yeah, oh, the one thing that sticks in my mind about that gig is running out under the stage. They had two huge exits either side of it. As soon as the last notes of satisfaction were ringing out, to run literally straight into the band as they were getting into their individual white blacked out window people carriers no celebratory high-fiving no laughing or joking with each other no discussing the just played gig just straight into the cars off to their no doubt separate hotels on the atlantic gig uh, the band were joined by the likes of uh, eric clapton john lee hooker and uh, on this salt of the earth axel rose and izzy straddling 
drink to the hard-working people Let's drink to the lonely of birth Raise your glass to the good and the evil Let's drink to the salt of the earth Say a prayer for the common foot soldier
Martin speaking. You're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, whatever that is. But you'd be nuts to listen to anything else, I tell you. Kick out the chairs, brothers and Straight after the Rolling Stones and the live version of Sort of the Earth, you heard because I played the Blue Oyster Cult and Kick Out the Jams from their live album Some Enchanted Evening that heralded this week's Covers Corner. The Blue Oyster Cult have a new album out next Friday. That was the 9th of October. Future streaming and non-rock radio UK listeners called The Symbol Remains, which is their first new album uh, since 2001's The Curse of the Hidden Mirror. I was going to continue with Covers Corner and the Carvel's NYC's live cover of the Ramones' I Want to Be Well from their Live at the Cutting Room album that is out right now through Die Laughing Records. But we all know what that song sounds like. Not necessarily the Carvel NYC's version, but the original Seven other songs that make up the album are worthy of uh, airing instead of uh, a tried and trusted cover, as good as it may be. Uh, The Carvels NYC also take on Velvet Underground's Candy Says. The band are influenced by New York original punks like uh, Blondie, Ramones, uh, Heartbreakers, coupled with 60s girl groups, you know who I'm referring to, you know, the Ronettes and the Shangri-Las. The Carvels NYC bring sticky, tuneful rock and roll with powerful, unique vocals, rollicking, thunder-style guitar licks and wailing sax. But, you know, don't take uh, the press release word for it. This is Saving You For Later. 
though the Carvilles NYC may take their influences from the past, their subject matter is bang right up to date with songs like The New Normal and Stay the Fuck at Home. More new music and Bob Mould, he of Huskadoo and Bob Mould fame, has just released his new solo album, Blue Hearts, that has been reported as being his angriest album in 30 years. Having said that though, we are led into a full sense of security with the acoustic opener of Heart on My Sleep, even if the lyrics are nothing like comforting. From there on in, it's full-on guitaring vocal apocalypse of hard power pop punk with the likes of uh, American Crisis. The track I have selected for your consideration is Siberian Butterfly. is tall. I mean, skyscraper tall. I know this for a fact, as I've met only the once at the Dublin Castle Book Club for Sylvain Sylvain's There's No Bones in Ice Cream. Anyway, uh, Mr Moore has just released his seventh solo album, By the Fire, that clocks in at a mammoth hour and 20 minutes, with some tracks topping the 10 minute mark. Some of the longest songs, I do feel, are almost a medley of ideas linked together. All good though. Joining Thurston for this release are Deb Gooch from My Bloody Valentine on bass and backing vocals, John Ledicka of uh, Negative Land on electronics, James Sedwood on guitar and Sonic Youth, Steve Shelley as well as uh, Jem Dalton alternating on drums. From the aforementioned By The Fire, this is Cantaloupe. <laughs> Second day, we drew streaks of 
your telly Fingers drip Dipped in paint Of cantaloupe And licorice We're pulsing blue Blue to orange Dripping fire music Down your back Floating up Through your skin White gardenias In your eyes reason than it. it's a good song from a great band this is the professionals and 2020 vision Open, but my pins are in hiding Without the focus 
remind you that the professionals three EPs of Kingdom Come curl up and cry and the just heard 2020 vision are still available from the band's website and are very reasonably priced hopefully I will be seeing them supporting Stiff Little Fingers along with Neville Staple at the Roundhouse on the 20th of March it was pointed out to me that my statement a while back saying that uh, Bandcamp were dispensing with their fees every Friday until the end of the year yeah it was inaccurate it's the first friday of every month that the band gets all the money as in today and i do believe it's uh, pacific time so uh, you have plenty of time to pop over and part with your hard earned and won funds uh, a track that i stupidly purchased from Bandcamp on wednesday came courtesy of the resistors you know me i've got the email saying a new song was now available panicked like it would uh, disappear into the ether parting with two dollars 99 even though it is name your price as soon as my paypal account would let me the train question is cold new world and sounds remarkably like this have just announced a new double a sided single hear me out mambo sun that is available to pre-order as a yellow 12 inch vinyl that is due to hit the real record shops on the 16th without checking 
Uh, I think the only album of theirs that I have is uh, Bottanova, which uh, I played to death when it came out. And I might have, was it Beneath the Eerie, which if I have, uh, hasn't been aired since I got it. Anyway, this is Hear Me Out. What have we learned on today's show? I can't get the Matt Uno caster sidechain to work properly. Show producer Barton Stacey is ungrateful. Oi, I heard that. The one that sorry mate. The one thousand motels album might be called two percent out of sync. I'm not gonna buy a pioneer mixing desk. Primordial radio aren't gonna offer me gainful employment anytime soon, especially if they listen to the beginning of this week's show. Thurston Moore is tall, and it's only the first Friday in every month that Bank Camp waive their fees. Right, uh, thanks to all of you who liked um, last Sunday morning's breakfast show. And to answer your question of, will there be any more breakfast shows? Yeah, maybe. It uh, just depends if I get my act together in time. Also, you know, it, it's quality over quantity. Until next week, take it easy. And taking us to the midnight hour and Will Meadows, or 10 o'clock, and Ola's Cool Kitchen, it's the Shadows and the 2020 remastered mono version of Wonderful Land. Q irony.
Squirrel Rock Show is a Watts' Lodge production that was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and curated by me, Armitage Smith. <laughs> <laughs>